Hi, welcome to For The Culture Canada. I'm your host, Deepak Batty. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being patient with, uh, you know, how long I've been on vacation for. I appreciate it a lot. But today, I have a guest that I've been wanting to get on to the show for a while now, like a real, real while, because we've been trying to, like, schedule the interview and it just hasn't worked out. But uh, this particular person has had a very, very busy 2018. She was just over at the Canadian Country Music Association in Hamilton earlier in September. She was she played at the Demon on the Diamond. She also played over at Parks Alive. She's been just all over the place, and it's been so crazy. And the coolest thing is that when I went onto my personal Facebook and I said, hey, who are some female musicians I should hit up? Just like, listen to. Not even interview, but just listen to. The most amount of responses I got was from Melissa Livingstone, and that's who I got interviewed today. So welcome to the show. Oh my goodness, thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's real. That That's a legit thing that happened. That's actually so cool. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. It, so you have a, quite a few fans that uh, I'm sure are going to be super excited to hear about this. Oh yes. I'm excited for them <laughs> and for me. Hell yeah. So um, thank you once again for joining us. I appreciate it a lot. Um, and you know how this usually works is that I usually, before we get into all the crazy stuff that you've been up to lately, I wanted to get into actually where you came from. Ooh. So you first came from Euclid. I said that right, right? No, it's Euclid. Oh, okay. It's kind of tricky. Some people can't say it. Some people say you it, so it's you clue it. Or Yuki. Yuki is very easy, so yeah, yeah Yuki is the way to go. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, let's get into your past. So, sure. uh, where were you born, and uh, how did you get into the spot that you're at now with your country music stuff? Wow, okay, that's a big jump. Um, <laughs> so, I was actually born in Surrey, in the Lower Mainland, Oh. and then I moved to Yuki when I was three weeks old, so okay. pretty much started off like in Yuki, and then I was very musically inclined at an early age. So I started singing about two, three, four years old. Wow. And I was in school plays and I was just like always wanting to be the center of t attention. And my mom's like, this girl like wants to do something with music. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So I was put into piano lessons, uh, singing lessons. And then I eventually started working with a lady named Jada in Euclid. And she was like, we should record some stuff. Like you got a great voice. I think I was like 12 at the time. So I was okay. like, no idea what I was doing, <laughs> but I knew that I wanted to be like a musician. So we did some stuff and it was part of like my singing lesson. So it was kind of just part of it. Right. And then at the age of 15, I got to record and sing one of my songs for the first time in front of my town. So I was like super nervous and I was like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I got yeah. to perform and got a lot of good feedback from everyone. So it was very fun. And then at the age of 17, that's when I moved to Kelowna. So my whole family moved out here oh. and that's when I graduated high school. So I immediately was just like, hey, this is what I want to do with my life. And like, I didn't really listen to country growing up, but I started mm. writing more country, more, 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 like after the age of 15. So I kind of just started listening to more. And then I, when I moved to Kelowna, I was like, okay, hey, country is what I want to do. Like, <laughs> I love country. So... At the age of 19 is when I recorded my very first album, and I had met the producer through another musician who I sang backup vocals for, and the producer was like, you got a great voice, like we'd love to have you come back in the studio, so I went down to Vancouver and recorded, I think it was 10 songs for my first album. Simple Girl. Simple Girl. Yeah. 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 So that was released in 2014. Oh my goodness, you even know. I don't even remember. <laughs> it's all blurred. Yeah, 2014. And yeah. then I also started doing shows like in the Okanagan. Mm -hmm. So 
as a country singer and as like a girl and not growing up playing a lot of guitar, I had to teach myself guitar. So my sister kind of knew some stuff and then I just like threw myself into it and I was like, okay, because if I'm playing acoustic shows, I want to be able to play for myself. So I learned how to play guitar and then yeah, started doing shows in Kelowna and at the age of whenever the next song came out, Backroads, I think I was 20, 21. I released that, did a music video for it in Calgary and got a lot of good feedback from that on YouTube. And then I started recording two more songs in Calgary with a different producer. Those got released to radio. So I did a song called Camouflage and then also a song called My My Town. And the first one, Camouflage, got into, I think, the top 100 on Canadian country radio. Wow. I think it was like 103. So it was pretty good. I was very excited. (laughs) And it got played like across Canada on certain radio stations, which was very cool for me. Yeah. And then in the last, I guess, year was the busiest. I quit my day job and then I just did music full time. And yeah, it's been very rewarding. So damn, that's crazy. crazy. That was a very like short story of my whole life. (laughs) I mean, you compress like how many years into like, just like, yeah, quick sentence. But uh, yo, that's crazy though. Yeah, it's super crazy. What did you listen to before you started getting into country music? Um, well, I listened to like some, so I listened to Dolly Parton Mm -hmm. and I listened to Alan Jackson and Randy Travis, but I didn't really like love country music. So I listened to like the Eagles because my dad was a huge Mm, Eagles fan. Classic. And uh, I don't know, like the local radio station that played everything. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. And then what about country attracted you so much that you just transitioned everything into it? I love country music because I found a home in there because it's about storytelling. It's Mm -hmm. about like real life people and how you go through things and you live and it's just about small towns and like that simple kind of life and that's what I grew up doing is super simple it was super small town and I found a home there because I wrote about my childhood and I got to write about my experiences so that's what I love yeah okay that makes sense and that's why the simple girl theme fits so well with your Mm -hmm. songs because you do talk about reminiscing about your past and Mm -hmm. relationships and like stuff like that so that makes a lot of sense and why did your family want to move from there you Yuki, (laughs) (laughs) all the way to Kelowna. What about Kelowna? Did you guys want to come here? So, um, as a child, I was never very like good at change. I didn't like change. Okay. And it was after I graduated and I was like, mom, like, I really want to move. And she was like, what the heck? Like my youngest (laughs) child who doesn't like change wants to move. Yeah. And I think there was just like a turning point in all of our lives that we just needed something different. Like I grew up there my entire life for 17 years Mm -hmm. and like my dad passed away when I was a kid. Mm. So I think it was five years after he had passed that we decided to move. So I have two older sisters and then my mom and we just love Kelowna. I have a lot of family out here. Mm -hmm. My and Opa live here, my cousins, my aunt and uncles. So we like came to Kelowna all the time for summers and like we all loved it here. So it was either a decision between staying on the island, like Mm -hmm. in Nanaimo or Victoria or coming out here. 
and we all just like Kelowna. So we moved yeah, out here. That yeah. made sense. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the country scene is really strong here. Mm-hmm. There's so. so many people that love country here. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I'm personally not in it. Country's cool. Like I have yeah. nothing against it or anything, but I just haven't really, it's never really resonated with me mm-hmm. all that much, but it's cool to like sort of branch out. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? It's, re- it's really cool it to is. do that. And, um, but anyway, let's, so let's go into your music a little bit. Okay. So yeah, Simple Girl. So, um, you mostly wrote about your prior experiences and everything like that. What was that like compared to writing your music now? (laughs) Everything has changed. Um, So the songs that are on Simple Girl, I wrote in my earlier years. So like from 15 till 19 years old. Right. So I feel like as an artist and as a writer, that stuff is very like, no offense to my writing back then, but it was juvenile mm-hmm. compared to the way that I have grown into being a writer now. Mm-hmm. So I think I've learned a lot over the years and now I've like co-written with lots of people. I've made trips to Nashville to write with other people. And I think that the difference is that my music now has a better description and a better like imagery of the songs that I am displaying rather than the songs that I have written. Right. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I feel like... <laughs> My writing has developed a lot and that my songs are stronger now than they were before. Right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. And so you have released a couple of singles Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years or so. And so do you have any uh, bodies of work, like an EP or an album that are coming out soon? They are. Okay. So I was in Ontario last year for two months recording and I was working with a guy named Sean Moore and Derek Cavan and... There is six songs and it's an EP and we're hoping to have a single come out from that as well. So it's still in the works of being finished, but that will be released and I'm so excited to share everybody (laughs) because it's so good. I'm so excited. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. I'm glad I'm glad Mm -hmm. it's super good. (laughs) When it comes to sort of like the style of it, what about that is different now from your other ones in terms of like, is it more acoustic? Is it more sort of so it's electric? Well, okay. So there's six songs and three are more like acoustic driven. And then three songs are more electric driven. Mm -hmm. And my theme in the songs is that I want people to be able to, first of all, have fun. Yeah. Because I love having fun. So to me, music should be fun. Mm -hmm. Of course. And I want people to be able to dance. So I love two-stepping and like swing and whatever. So a couple of the songs on there you can totally dance to, which I love. (laughs) And then some of the songs are a little bit more like... I don't know, make a statement and like, this is who I am kind of thing. Right. So those are the ones that have electric guitar on them and they're more intense. So, right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And when it comes to your live shows, what do you typically play? Do you play a lot of your new material? I do. I play all six songs usually at all my shows. So a lot of the ones this summer, like Rib Fest and, um, Denim on the Diamond, like I play a lot of my own stuff because Mm -hmm. I want people to hear it before it comes out so that they're like excited about my music. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Very cool. That's awesome. Do you play a whole lot of stuff from Simple Girl still? Um, I play one. Oh, I see. (laughs) Which one? My Boy. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. That's like my, one of my favorite songs ever to play just like on guitar. Cause it's just like so fun. So that's the one I play. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And when it comes to like your live stuff, you've been doing a lot of stuff this year specifically. Mm -hmm. So, um, what about this year has made it so busy for you? I took a lot of time to figure out where I wanted to play this summer. I contacted lots of people. Lots of people already knew who I was from like past performances. So they contacted me. I also went into a lot of competitions this year. So I could sing like at Rock and River Fest Mm -hmm. and then Denim on the Diamond. And 
I just worked my butt off because all I wanted to do is music. So yeah. I put a lot of like planning and preparation into this past year, which is what I'm going to do for next year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. And uh, in terms of like where you were just at, you played or sorry, you were at the Canadian Country Music Association in it's Hamilton. It's a Country Music Award Week. Oh, Award Week. Okay, yeah, okay, it okay. is like also the association. Right. So it's four or five days mm -hmm. of the Canadian Country Music Association being in. So it's different town or different city every Every year right. but at the end is the awards mm -hmm. but during the four or five days they have showcases for people so right. that's where i got to play i got to play two showcases while i was there I which see. was super cool because yeah. i got to play with other canadian country music people and then lots of people got to see you sing that wouldn't normally see you sing so it's great yeah you got your name out and you were meeting I did. <laughs> and you're meeting all these people mm -hmm. that are already well established in the country scene and everything like that which yeah. is like amazing it great amazing. networking yeah 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 totally i had so much fun <laughs> and you were actually nominated for three awards there too right no, no? unfortunately not that's for the Whoa. um bc CMA, which is British Columbia, oh. but I wasn't actually nominated. I was just put into the category for people to vote for me for. Oh, yes. I see. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 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 My bad. That's okay. <laughs> there's different associations in like every province. So oh. there's BC, Alberta, like Ontario, and then we all go to the CCMAs, which is in a different city every oh. year yeah oh i see yeah. okay all right <laughs> shows how little i know about the country music scene around it's this crazy place. don't worry there's a lot of stuff happening but that's mm -hmm. awesome yeah that's amazing okay um and then you also played at denim on the diamond oh yes <laughs> so uh what was that experience like have you played there oh my gosh you played no, there okay. before so a little story about this okay um it's the first year that it's ever been held and oh. the people who started it are both from i think manitoba and they have been living in Kelowna for a long time. But anyway, mm. they had wanted to put on a local festival because Kelowna doesn't have a lot of like country music festivals. Like either have to go to Merritt or Penticton. And their idea behind it was to have something that we can just stay in Kelowna for and have a good old party. Mm -hmm. So they started planning this months and months and months ago, probably like last year sometime. And I didn't hear about it until it was announced. And my one friend, she texted me. She was like, you should try and sing at this festival. So I contacted them. And since they already had like a full lineup, um, I wasn't able to be on the lineup anymore. Right. But a few months later, they had messaged me and were like, we're doing a little competition to have an opener. And you can apply for this competition. And I was like, of course I'm doing this. <laughs> so... It started off as being sending in, I think, two demos of music, and then they picked, I think, 10 or five. I think it was five people from there. Mm. And then those people were posted on Country 100.7's website, and people had to vote. So I was like, everyone vote for me. <laughs> so that was, I think, like a week long or something, two weeks long. And then they picked from the people who got the most votes, three. Mm -hmm. And then the three people had to play two or three songs at the OK Corral one night and perform for people. And then there was judges who picked the one person to play at Denim on the Diamond. So I got to be chosen, which was awesome. Ooh, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like super not expecting it because everyone's so talented. Right. Um, but I did my best and it worked out. So that was great. Perfect. And then I got to perform for 45 minutes in an opening slot in the afternoon at Denim on the Diamond on September 1st. And it was amazing. It was probably like my favoriteest thing ever. So really? yeah, it was great. Wow. What about it made it your favorite? 
Um, just because it was local, like a yeah. bunch of my friends were there. It was just a big party. Like everyone mm. was on their lawn chairs and playing games and it was so fun. I had great feedback. People were up and dancing. It was just like, for me, it was very rewarding going from way over here with the competition to making it into the semifinals and then the finals and then I got to perform. So yeah. it was just like very rewarding. Very cool. Yeah. That's super, super cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you've also played at Rib Fest. Which I did. Ha Have you done that a couple of times now? Only once. So once. I got okay. to perform last year and mm -hmm. they had emailed me and they wanted me to headline this year. Ooh. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. So I got to headline on the Sunday okay. evening for two hours. So nice, good old show. Got to have some ribs. So it was great. Yeah. And uh, you know, you do a lot of covers on your Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Do you often do those same covers? I do. On, okay. So for shows that are usually longer than 45 minutes, since I don't have a lot of my own material for more than 45 minutes, I right. add in some covers. Right. Plus, I obviously want people to like sing. If they <laughs> don't know my stuff, I want them to sing to something. Right. So I do do a lot of covers in like two hour shows. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you have like the Dixie Chicks, you have Cam, mm -hmm. you have like those types of people. Oh yeah, the best. Oh yeah. My yeah. girlfriend was actually here uh, while I was doing research for your stuff and yeah. she's singing along to the acapella that you did for <gasps> the Dixie Chicks song. Yeah. That's so <laughs> she loves the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Who doesn't love the Dixie Chicks? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. They're amazing. They're great. So legendary. So they really are. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So very cool. Um, all right. So yeah, you've had a very, very stacked show for 2018. Uh, lots of like lots of shows that you've played for mm -hmm. sure. Um, let me see. And when it comes to like year, the years prior, you went to Nashville earlier in June, actually this year. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? That was your, that was you, uh, co-writing with yes. some people. So that was actually my second time in okay. Nashville. My very first time was last October. Okay. And when you go to Nashville, like you want to set up rights because that's what you do when you go to Nashville is either you sing or you write. Okay. And so my first time there, I think I had like three rights and I met a bunch of people the first time I was there. So I was like, okay, the next time I come back, like I'm writing with everyone. Yeah. So I went back in June and it was so hot. First of all, it was so <laughs> hot. Yeah. Um, but I got to do a bunch of writing with some people that I haven't written before. And then I actually got to sing a couple times like downtown on Broadway. Oh, wow. Cause my one friend who's Canadian, she lives down there like five months out of the year. Yeah. She sings on Broadway like every day. And so she invited me. She was like, if you want to come sing a few songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course <laughs> I do. Yeah. So I got to sing and I got to write and it was amazing. How nerve wracking was it to sing in Nashville versus other places? I don't know. I'm pretty confident. So oh, I see. Okay, yeah. there you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> I just love singing. So I got lots of people being like, you sound like Miranda Lambert or where are you from? Like, you sound so country. And I'm like... From Canada. <laughs> hey, what's up? So yeah, yeah. okay, that's super sick. Mm -hmm. That's very, very cool. By the way, in October, you went to the Grand Old Opry. Yes. So that was the very first time I ever went. That yeah. was in October last year. And I got to see Dustin Lynch, Cassidy Pope, and then You saw Chris Young get yes, inducted. That's what it was. Oh my gosh. So being there to see someone get inducted is that the right word yeah inducted yeah, yes. yeah into the opry was just like magical because that's what i like that's what every country person dreams of uh -huh. is being inducted into the opry so it was very fun i was just like glued to the stage the entire time what great. is the opry anyway it's pretty much like the birthplace of country music so it used oh. to be in the ryman it's downtown in nashville okay and it's pretty much 
Like, it's famous for everyone who's been in country music to play at the Ryman. Mm. And then it turned into the Grand Ole Opry. So it's in a different building now. But it's just, like, the most famous place other than, like, the Bluebird Cafe mm. in Nashville to play at. So if you're inducted into it, it's a huge honor. And even just to sing at there, like, it's a huge honor. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... Um, Chris Young is like really notorious though, right? Like he's got like a million followers on, oh, yeah. on Instagram huge. and everything. Yeah, so yeah. he's massive. He's massive. And so um, you, you you see yourself eventually getting up to that point? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love that confidence. Yes. I love it. It's great. <laughs> um, so, okay. So we got a lot of what has happened this year covered. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you plan on doing in the following year in 2019? So what are your plans I'm for that? I'm actually planning a tour. Ooh. Yes. And also for the release of a single to radio. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to put any dates on a spring thing yet because everything has to be planned out still. Right. But I'm hoping to release a single in the spring. And then in the summer or the fall, I'll be releasing my EP. Okay. Also planning a tour either through Canada and going into the States. So I plan on going back to Nashville next year and being there for more than like a week at a time. So working on getting my visa for the States, which means I'll be able to perform and make money down there, which will be awesome. Very and cool. And then, yeah, so that's what I got planned so far. Doing lots more shows in the o Okanagan, obviously. Right. Yeah. Of course, of course. That's super, super mm -hmm. sick. Um, and I noticed, by the way, that you play the guitar and the mandolin. I do. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, this musician man that I know, uh -huh. he is a great musician and he has two mandolins. Okay. And so he offered for me to borrow his mandolin. Never played one before in my life. I've seen okay. other people play, but I was like, sure, like I'll try playing it. I had it for like a day and I wrote a song like the next day on it. And I was like, this is so fun. Like the mandolin <laughs> is great. And I ended up actually buying it from him. He was like, I don't need it. I already have another one. So I bought it from him. And I'm not like a shredder on the mandolin, but I can play. Yeah. And so I bring it out for a couple of songs, like during my shows. And people are always like, what is that? Because it's so <laughs> small. And people are like, is it a, a ukulele or a banjo? And I'm like, no, it's a mandolin. So... I love it because it's different, it's unique, yeah. and it has a completely different sound than a guitar. Oh, so. 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I love watching like um, Led Zeppelin when I was a kid. Mm. I'd always see Led Zeppelin playing mandolins Sweet. and stuff, and it was just, oh, they sound so good. They're so cool. They're really, really yeah. good. Um, is the mandolin going to show up on your... It uh, is. It is. Yes. Okay, yes. very cool. Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. Yes. And uh, are you? do you play other instruments too, like the piano or the banjo? I do play or? the piano. Um, I've never played the banjo. I'm okay. sure I could play the ganjo because it's yeah. like a guitar. Yeah. Um, and then I can kind of play like the cajon. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not great by <laughs> no means. But if we're jamming, like people are over, I like it on the cajon and I'll play it. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Very cool. That's super sick. Mm -hmm. um, okay, cool. And I wanted to get into something that not a lot of people I think would know about, but um, you also do like dancing you you do I like hip-hop and stuff like that right <laughs> country musician does hip-hop uh, just for fun <laughs> like i've never taken any dance lessons but i have always loved movement and mm. i like have dance parties literally every single day whether it's in the car kitchen my garage like i don't care where it is i love dancing the confidence just never dies no yeah. it, doesn't. <laughs> it has to be alive and well yeah exactly yeah. keeps you young it's super it sick does yeah huh. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And um, you also know Portuguese, like Brazilian Portuguese too. 
Where did that come okay, from? Um, I don't really know it anymore, which is oh. a shame. I went to and lived in Brazil for three months when I was 17. Really? So growing up, I worked at a camp on the island called Camp Quanos. Mm-hmm. And it's very known to have like international people work there. Mm-hmm. And we made, like me and my family also worked there. So mm-hmm. we made friends with some people from Brazil. Right. And they, after camp, came and lived with us in Uclulet for a few months. And they're like, you should come visit us like in Brazil. So my whole family went over to Brazil and we just lived there for three months. And so I learned a little bit of Portuguese. Can't speak it now. Oh. But yeah, but that was so fun. Like Brazil is one of the coolest places I've ever been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think the country scene is like over there? a lot but i'm sure if i went over there people would be like oh my goodness melissa has to play so yo i think you should i think you should be the you should totally be like the (laughs) opening point for country music for those people that would be be so fun could you imagine being like a country musician that does it in portuguese though um i'm sure they have it and i think i've heard some country music like actually played but it's just weird because it's in Portuguese <laughs> and I like don't know what they're saying. Yeah. So, but I mean, they have all genres, so yeah. I'm sure they have lots of country somewhere. True. Yeah. yeah. Brazilian people love their music. Though. Oh yeah. No matter like what style it is, they seem and to they love can it. dance too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Those people are like amazing. <laughs> I know. They're so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Great. Uh. Is there anything else that you wanted to like talk about or mention or? Um, no, I think we covered all those bases. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty happy. I feel like I just like, boom, 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 like covered my entire list yeah. of notes just like <laughs> ASAP. Damn. Um, did you have any questions for me at all? When are you posting this? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Today is Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday. I have, I'm going to be posting this probably next week sometime. Sweet. So that's when you'll see it come nice. up. Nice. Yeah. And all the people can hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How does it feel to be on your first podcast? Is this your first podcast? It is my first podcast. Yeah. yeah I. It feels good. It feels pretty natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Pretty great. easy. You're easy to hang out with. Oh, thanks. I try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of feel like uh, since I haven't done this for a little bit, my thoughts are a little more jagged and scattered than they were before I left, but I'll get back into it. It'll be all good, people. Oh, It'll you're be killing it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, great. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I really appreciate it a lot. Thank you ha- for having me. It's yeah, of great. course. That was Melissa Livingstone. Uh, she's a great country musician. Very popular, obviously. <laughs> and you'll see more from her as she does more shows and releases her EP coming out next year. Is it still untitled? It's still untitled, yes. Okay, yeah. all right. You'll see it come out next just year. Yeah. yeah, just wait. It'll be great. Make sure you catch her. And make sure you catch also the, the interview that we bring out, uh, you know, as time goes on every Monday and every Thursday. Make sure you follow Melissa on her Instagram, her YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and smash those like buttons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, make sure you follow For the Culture Canada on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you'll eventually see a YouTube channel and Twitter as well. So thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and I hope you have a great day, y'all.